Culture and Psychology with Tabana. A very warm hello to our Radio Bomb Dot listeners. I'm sitting with Dr. Alexandradi and Dr. Daniel Rockers, two of my friends from Tavana Nonprofit Organization. We are happy to have uh, another meeting together. Today, we decided to talk about birthdays. Um, so and holidays. And holidays and celebrations. Um, very good. So I want to start with Dr. Rockers. How about if I start? I'd like to jump in and start, Alex. Can you let me? Uh, Let's start that? together. Let's all start together. Go <laughs> ahead, Wolf. I like that better, actually. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of being hurled at me to uh, pick I, I think, yeah, I think that's something that, uh, yeah, we should all jump in. Because we probably all have different experiences with birthdays mm-hmm. and holidays and have heard different things. Daniel, what have you heard or what are your thoughts about birthdays, holidays? Well, some people are, I'll jump right in with this piece. Some people are very adamant about celebrating their birthday on that day, no matter when it falls. Some people are very adamant about not working on their birthday. They are really very strict about that. I do not work on my birthday, that kind. So I think that's interesting. I've never had that particular feeling myself. I'll work on that day, or if I need to celebrate it on another day, it's fine with me. I don't have a big dog in that fight either way. What about you, Alex? Well, in thinking about birthdays and celebrating, I I, I think of the people who don't like to celebrate their birthday. I, oh. I've known people who've gone out of their way to ensure that people don't know when their birthday is. Oh, yes. And, yeah, and they won't celebrate it. And, and it starts to become, for me, it's, it's a little frustrating in that way, not because I care. It's like they want me to care but I don't care. It's like, oh, nope, I don't tell anyone my birthday. And I'm never, I'm not, nope, you're not going to get it out of me. And I'm like, okay, well now I don't want to know when your birthday is because it's like, it's, you've made it where it's, it's so important and so meaningful to figure it out versus like, just tell me, we'll celebrate it in a small way. I'm not going to, you know, freak out and have this big event. Uh, You know, so I always struggle with why people go through such great efforts to, to not share when their birthday is. The other thing that I see people do too, and I'm not a big fan of this, the idea of like a birthday week or even sometimes a birthday month. I heard a joke one time, somebody was like, oh yeah, I got birthday week. And then somebody was like, you know, Jesus only got one day. And it was just like, okay, that's a great way to put it inside. Like, okay, you don't get a whole week. You don't get a birthday month. You get one day, you get 24 hours, celebrate yourself, have fun. But yeah, once you're doing it like a week or a month, it, it's a little too self-involved, at least for me. So what about you, Saide? What When birthdays and celebrating, what comes up for you or what thoughts do you have? For me, was I wasn't that much into it, but every time on my birthday, there are people, especially my family or friends, that they reach out, they send cards, or they do something for me, which makes me very happy to know that they're so caring about that. But if they didn't do that, I don't think I would be upset, but I like it when they do. So it just shows that, you know, they care. So my birthday to me has been always very special because even when I was at work or when, um, you know, just um, at home, um, not working at any point, I had a very special, something happened that made it very special. And then just um, for the last, I would say 20 years, my husband and I always took just a couple of days to be away and enjoy our time which that made it very special as well. So I sort of looking forward to it, especially the getting away part and going to a new place, enjoying a couple of days. Um, To me, it's very special, but also I always um, talk about um, the fact that being in this world is very, very special. You know, I, I always talk to my patients, especially those that, they're depressed. I always say, think about it. You know, you have been very, very special to be able to find your way to get to where you are as a person being in this world, because with millions and trillions of sperms, you were the only one you made it. This is so special. And without exception, 
anytime I said that, seriously, even people who were extremely depressed, all of a sudden their face opened up. Because when you think about it, that makes it very, very special for you. Imagine that you were able to come to this world through all these other chances. So when I think about that, anytime that comes to my mind, I feel sort of, oh my gosh, I was special to be able to be in this world. I have a similar thought. I mean, I always think of all the things that have had to gone right in order for you to exist. Like your grandparents had to meet, you know, and then your parents had to meet, you know, and it's like, what if some other person sat where your mom sat and then your dad ended up talking to her instead, you know, and, and like all those little things that had to occur just, just in our life and our experience, let alone, like you said, with, you know, biology and, you know, even, even probably larger things, but even just the coincidence and timing of how all those things kind of played out to exactly lead to the creation of us. And so uh, it, it does put you in a place where it's like, you have to marvel at that almost. It's just amazing that that all happened in that way. And that, you know, you come to exist and, and even be able to reflect on that, you know, like, you know, we're a, we're a creature that has the ability to have insight and awareness. Um, you know, we could have, you know, been born frogs or who knows? I mean, there's just all, you know, in, in thinking of life, maybe in that bigger sense, you know, we could have evolved to something else. And so, uh, right. yeah, sorry, I'm going a little off uh, further away from, from human birthdays and celebrations. Frogs okay. may celebrate too. I don't know, but yeah. I think this episode might, we could do free association. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first thing you think of when I say birthday? Yes, there you go. <laughs> no, seriously, that's that's something that comes to my mind, and it makes me very happy. You know mm. that um, I, I think this is really um, phenomenon when you think about uh, just being able to be in this world. And the opposite is sometimes I feel like, gosh, if those that they take their life. If they just knew how special they were to be in this world, why didn't they want it? You know, that's another topic that we can talk for a long time. But in general, um, celebration of life, I think it's very, very important. Not that to show it by having a party. I'm just thinking celebration, even within you, how much you can celebrate you yourself. Well, it's always hard to do, it's hard to celebrate one's life because we're always in our life, you know, and anything we're always in, it becomes just normal and commonplace. But this, I think, is the function of things like weddings, funerals, birthdays. It's to help orient us and kind of mark some time so that we begin to get some perspective. You know, when people go to a funeral, they think about their life. They think about, well, what's going, where am I going? What's happening? Where am I? When people go to a wedding, they think about their life too, often in a little different way, but these are, they're special occasions and they help orient us psychologically. Yeah, even celebrating milestones, achievements, uh, accomplishments, uh, people will reflect on where am I at in my life? You know, what am I working to? Recognizing sometimes how far we've come, uh, definitely something to acknowledge in that way. Because yeah, I think it along those lines, uh, it, it makes us take pause and be a little more present and, and recognize that we have some influence over that direction or that choice and where we're going next. It's like, you know, like people at, you know, weddings who are like, oh man, you know, that's something I should be focusing on in my life, you know, kind of getting, you know, settled down or, at, you know, funerals, people are thinking like, I am I living my best life? Am I really enjoying myself and connecting with those who are really important to me? So yeah, it takes, it gives us pause to say, how do we want to be in our life? And along those lines, going back to what you said, Saida, I think when it comes to even very extreme things such as suicide and suicidal ideation, I think we get lost in our lives in that way, as well as get lost in those emotions. And it can be so difficult to see those things such as what's important to us, what's meaningful, and that we have some, some control or some influence on those things. And we can live our life in the way we're wanting to. So Going back to what you said, Daniel, I think that's why these things are so important. I think celebration and acknowledgement to a degree, you know, again, no birthday months, no birthday weeks, uh, but, you know, some acknowledgement celebration of those things. I think a lot of times people feel like it's too, 
self-focused or it's too like, you know, narcissistic, even like people think, Oh, to celebrate your birthday and to have that attention, like there's something wrong with that. I think that doesn't always have to be the case. Do you, Alex, are you, sounds like you're coming out against the birthday week, birthday month concept. And strongly. Okay. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I just got done with my birthday week then. My question, really. I would love to see your birthday week. I I want to know what that's on that agenda. What's on that agenda, Daniel? I want to know. Just for the record, I never have had birthday week. Next year, we're going to give you a birthday week. Now you've ruined it. We're gonna we're gonna plan a birthday week for you, and you're gonna hate every moment of it. Well, I will, but you might like it. Yeah. My question is. What is the reason for that? I mean, what if some, so what if somebody wants to have a birthday week? Why? Okay, go ahead. But what are you, tell me what your thoughts are. Why do you not dig it? I think sometimes it could just be a a little bit overkill in that way. It's like, okay, let's, you know, celebrate me for a whole week. Uh, I feel like that's a lot of attention. And sometimes it's like, do this, does any one person warrant, a week long celebration of themselves. Now, if, if you're just looking for an excuse to, to hang out with friends and, and connect and, uh, you know, I'll give you that one. But yeah, if you're just like me, me, me all week, um, I, I might struggle with that. I mean, a vacation, if you're on vacation for a week, and the purpose of it was, we're going to this maybe, de- de- you know, destination vacation as part of my celebration. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. But yeah, if you're just celebrating you, like a birthday party every single day and that feels like a bit much okay what about if somebody makes their own birthday party you know like they plan it and they organize it is that like does that fit in that realm or is that okay you know what i'm glad you mentioned that i totally forgot this idea i had okay you just reminded me okay so years ago i had this idea okay i'm like okay what if you're not like married what if you're not Uh, you know, you you don't have kids, like, you don't get some of those kind of like milestone celebrations in that same way. So what if instead of like having, you know, say, almost like having a birthday party, that was almost like, you can do a, a, what's it called? What's it called when you, you a registry, you can do a registry for your birthday. Because think about this, okay, I might be selling a million dollar idea here for free. Uh, you can have a registry and tell people what you want, because especially the older you get, you really don't want much, I find. And you're not going to maybe have any of those, you know, if you hadn't had those, you know, major events already, who's to say that, you know, that's going to happen in the near future. So let's kind of meet somewhere in the middle and have a registry for your birthday. So that, that was, that was one of the ideas I had. It it never panned out. I think it was in my early thirties when I had this idea, but uh, yeah, I think that would be a way to kind of, you know, say, Hey, not only am I having a party for myself, but you have to bring me something. And here's a list of things that I want. Uh, So yeah. This is, this doesn't feel right for me. <laughs> hey, what's your it never thought? it never happened. Okay, it was just one of those ideas I had that wasn't. Uh... <laughs> it doesn't feel right. An invitation from Alex's birthday with registry. I'm just gonna go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe that's why I never did it too. So yeah. Well, this uh, that's the website. That's your app. Is Alex's birthday registry. There you go. There you go. I'm going to write that down, actually. So when it comes to celebrations, like um, my two sons, when I well, as we are talking, I was going back to when they were little. My little one, um, always when I asked, what do you want to do for your birthday? He knew and he wanted to do it this way. How many people are invited? Where we are going? But my older son never wanted to have a birthday, never wanted to invite any of his friends, never wanted to be center of attention. And it was very interesting. Even that happened throughout um, their their life, as far as I remember. Um, well, granted, when they get uh, to a certain age, um, it's just different. But I was just thinking when they were growing up, they had totally two different ideas about their birthdays. One wanted birthday the other didn't just wanted a good gift of, you know, but not a celebration inviting people. I don't ever think it's a good idea to invite people to say it's my birthday. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that, but for myself, I have never done party to say it's my birthday. So let's get together for my birthday. Maybe people at different times, they have throw a small gathering for me uh, without me knowing, or I just went to a party and then um, it just happened. That was a few days after or before they announced it and just that, but I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel right for me. You make the, uh, throw a party for yourself. I don't know. Well, I mean, I've, I've done like, uh, I've had a poker party during my birthday. Like this is for my birthday. I want to celebrate it. So I'm going to have a poker game, but it, you know, there was no pressure to, you know, buy me a gift. It was more of come lose your money, hopefully. Um, but I, I know people very commonly also too, they'll go out for drinks. So like, Oh, it's my birthday. I'm going to go out for drinks, you know, Saturday night or something like that. And so I think those are smaller ways, but yeah, to put maybe a full on party for ourselves, that might be, might be tricky. All right. So we have our first break. Uh, we come back and we continue our conversation. شنوندگان حسیس رادیو بامداد من سعیده ملک افزالی هستم به همراه همکارانم دکتر دانیل راکرز و دکتر الکسندرادی در خدمتون هستیم ما روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه از ساعت دوازده تا یک بعد از ظهر به زبان انگلیسی صحبت میکنیم و خواهش میکنم اگر کسانی هستن که فکر میکنید از برنامه ما به زبان انگلیسی استفاده میکنن ازشون دعوت کنیم که به برنامه ما توجه کنند. ما امروز در مورد تولد و جشن گرفتن در موارد مهم زندگی صحبت میکنیم We're back with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrati, and we continue our conversation about celebration um, and birthday um, and any sort of celebration in life. So I feel like you're coming out pretty strong against the uh, make your own birthday party and birthday registry. <laughs> uh, you know well, what? Still my idea, Daniel. Yeah. Right. No, you know what? We have to accept anything that makes people happy to do. I have to take back what I said. It, it was from my own, um, you know, registry for myself or throwing a big party for myself. If someone wants to do it, uh, you know, they like it. And people probably have different comments, even the ones that they're uh, getting gift from registry, probably at the time, they may have opinion about that, but they do it because they're your friend and they want to be part of that. But I'm sure there are some that they're going to say, wow, you know, great idea. I'm going to do that too. Or there are people who are going to say, oh my gosh, Alex has a registry for his birthday. Um, you know you know what I mean? It's just different opinion. I just said, I don't like it for myself, but I don't want to be uh, definite about other people uh, because people are free to do whatever they want. 
Well, art registries generally put on by a particular store or place. Yes, it is. Uh, so where do you want, Alex, if you do want to have registry, <laughs> what store would be so from now I know I can maybe uh, get membership to get discounts? See, I was actually thinking the opposite. We're going to have a birthday week for Daniel, and then we're going to do a registry for you. And so that way <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll uh, you know, add both of you to this idea and see how it works. It comes from different person, not myself. That would be cool. Fine. We, we will assume this is what you want in that way. So I, I was wondering on, on the opposite kind of way in regards to somebody like me who wants everybody to buy them gifts. I was wondering your guys' takes on, on people who are against celebrating their birthday. And if you know somebody like that, or if you, you've kind of talked with people about, you know, people who just are adamant about it, people who don't want to do it. Well, like, what are your ideas about why they, they don't want to do that? Hmm, very good um, point, Alex. I know, um, for example, my husband doesn't want it at all. I did mm -hmm. one surprise party for him, and that was it, because he said, never do that again. I invited his cousins from out of the state. Mm -hmm. uh, I made t-shirts for everybody. Oh, with, wow. uh, yeah, I, I went really over, <laughs> and he was so surprised. I don't know why he didn't like it he never said why but he just said don't do that ever again you know was I, like he embarrassed or like know. too much I, attention too much attention too emotional seeing all mm. his cousins from out of the states and his brothers and sisters from out of the state um and all these things that i had done t-shirts for everybody with his picture and his <laughs> siblings you gotta throw a party yeah see I'm, I'm over here talking about registry you're doing it right yeah, it was a big party and he didn't like it so i'm not gonna do that ever again because he appreciated what i did for him but he just didn't like it for himself to be center of attention throughout the night and just seeing everybody as a, such a surprise, I think he it was just too much for him. Well, sometimes it's hard. People get anxiety because they don't know how to be or how to do a thing, or they may not know how to be the MC in a show or something like that. And if it's your birthday party, you could easily be construed as being center of attention and what do I do? Do I, how, do I have to talk to everybody? How much do I have to talk to everybody? If we don't have a script for that and we're just caught totally off guard, I could see where it would be, could be very anxiety. But then on the other hand, I have a friend who, um, one of the other friends actually threw a big party for her and she just acted so normal, loved it, was surprised, but she just loves surprises and she does that herself for other people. So there are different types of people. I can imagine that, like, as I said, as an example, my two sons, one may be happy to have that, the other may not, you know, just to be center of attention. And as you said, Daniel, I think that goes back to the personality of the person. Do you want to really, I mean, can you handle this much attention? Can you handle? And then that brings to me the question about the famous people. How can they handle the fame? Because they constantly are facing with this. You know, do they get used to it? Do they like it? Do they hate it? I actually talked to one of the famous people that I know closely. And he actually told me, he said, it takes so much energy out of you. You know, everywhere you go, people want to take picture with you. Everywhere you go, people come to you, interrupt you, interfere with what you're doing. They want your attention. And, and uh, no, seriously, he actually said, I just want to be somewhere that nobody wants to come close and take a picture or just knows me. So that was interesting. Like a nonstop birthday party where <laughs> everybody's coming up to you, trying to talk to you and imagine, see how you're doing. Wow. I can imagine that's going to be too much. Yeah. I, I think the other piece too, uh, that just uh, 
that you mentioned, I thought was really interesting, the emotion, uh, how it can be too emotional for somebody. I hadn't thought about that piece. I mean, you would think it because it's a good emotion or it's positive, people would want that. But yeah, also too, I can see how for some people that can be like overwhelming or overstimulating in a way. Well, it's also under the microscope a lot. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, famous personas or oh, okay. figures, they're always being watched all the time. You know, you see programs on TV like TMZ. Man, they are just dying pics or snaps of something somebody has said or done, celebrated. It's, everybody's getting scoped pretty closely. But I don't know about you guys. Um, I always get emotional when I go to any weddings. I don't know why. I always have noticed myself that as soon as the bride is walking in, I always get emotional. Uh, I have I have noticed this in every wedding that I have been, especially the ones that are closer to me, like my my friends' children or my um, you know nephews or nieces. I really get emotional, and I know it's just of being happy, of course. But what that emotion is, I haven't figured. What is it? Yeah, that's my question. People say get emotional. I'm thinking there's about 100,000 emotions. Are you doing all those at once? Some of those or which one? What does it well, mean? I just, or does it I mean just say cry? I'm emoting. Or does it mean you cry? Is that what you mean when you say that? I Tears come to my eyes and uh, I get chills. Uh, I know it's just, I don't know. It's just out of happiness, I guess. I yeah. don't think I've cried at any wedding. Alex? I'm wondering, I, I feel like in-person weddings, I would get a little emotional. I wonder about Zoom weddings, if like if that same emotion comes across in that way. Oh, I don't know. Wow. Have you attended any Zoom weddings, any of you? No. I don't no, think I, I would. Have no. you? Actually. Would you have your screen off, Daniel? You would attend a Zoom wedding and have your screen, your camera off when it's I would put a little stick figure up as my icon. I was like holding up a beer or something. I, you know, the divorce I, rates probably too on there as well. Huh? <laughs> right. I'm so sorry. Or my condolences. Oh. <laughs> Daniel, you better hope I never get married. You're not invited, buddy. You, already, you just, you just wrote yourself out of that one. Don't do a Zoom wedding. How about um, celebration of life or funerals? Do you guys get emotional? Yeah. I get emotional at weddings too, though. I don't cry necessarily. Well, no. What does it mean you get emotional then? Do you have emotions or what does that mean? What's you mean like, for wedding or for funerals? Well, for funerals, obviously, you'll get sad. You'll get nostalgic. You'll miss the person. Yeah. I think with weddings, that's a good question, though, Daniel. I think it's hard to describe. It's it's like a happiness, but then also too like I don't know, just like a strong. And again, I'm not going to use a word to define a word, but it's just emotionally charged. It's just there's a lot like happening. It's it's meant to be this, you know, it's signaling this huge thing in a person's life who you care about and people you care about, and you see them happy, and so it's just it's, it's a strong sense of like happiness i guess did you alex did you say i'm not going to use a word to define a word and then you went and i did that i did that exact same thing yeah that's why i said i wasn't going to do it so that way when i did it you were aware that i did (laughs) you you know i'm thinking you're a psychologist is it true that's the the rumor on the street definitely yeah (laughs) let's check in with the other psychologists side eight what do you think what do i think about the emotions I don't know what's the question here. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to draw you in. I'm not sure where you were with this topic. But let's talk about this. Do, what do you guys think are the most important events in life? For me, Earth. there are three most important. is okay. wedding, death. These okay. are the three most important. What are What is it for you, Dan? Hmm, I haven't, uh, that's kind of a new question for me. Birth and death, for sure. Well, wedding, possibly, but if you don't get married, then it's yeah. not an entry. Right, right. So marriage, meaning, you know, um, really starting your life with someone else is a huge thing, right? So for me is birth, marriage, death. 
these are the three most important events in life. I'm trying to think of some point at which we have some realization. You know, and maybe that's the the time or the moment where we realize we're in the middle of our lives. You know, commonly referred to as midlife crisis, but widely mistaken to be some crisis or buying a red Corvette type. But there is some moment in most everybody's lives where they have some realization and they realize what they've done and how much time is left and what is important. Whatever that moment, whatever you want to call that, that I think to me is one of the most important moments. Very uh, interesting because um, Dr. Yalom actually um, talks about this. Oh. It's about this realization in life. And it just says, you know, you deal with your emotions at that time, but that's the most important part because then you either think about you want to really leave this much time that you have. And for most people that happens. And then you realize that, okay, you have this much time and you need to really use it to the best that you can. And from that point, you're actually living because before that you were not living life. But if you had realized that early on, good for you. But if you hit a, a certain point in your life that from that point you realize, then from that point, you're actually living your life. And that's somehow from my understanding from all his stories about um, his patients and the way he works with them is getting them to realization that were they living the life or were, were they not living the life? Because many people, as we know, even ourselves probably, if we dig into our life for many years, we don't even realize what we are doing except just um, you know, looking at the goals we have in life. But I don't know whether that was true living. You know what I mean? So he talked about that. And now this is very interesting that you said that, because I think that is also a really turning point for a person when it happens. I think of it as this idea of striving kind of versus arriving. And I think it's it's unfortunate in our society in that way that we don't have a lot of kind of we don't have a lot of ways to mark those milestones or those achievements in that way. So like you're, you're kind of struggling to say like that moment, Daniel, like, what is that? I, I don't think there's a, you know, a, an awareness day or, you know, like an acknowledgement of our life moment kind of thing. But I, I think it's so important. And I think it's, it's tough though for people too, because, you know, those, those things don't, they're not always so clear of like, when do we reach that? It's not like, oh, when you're, you know, 40, then all of a sudden you're here. You know, I think it's defined by a person's life and the path that they're on as well. Uh, but I think it's, it's good to use those going back to like birthdays, celebrations, things like that, even funerals. It's good to use those. I, I think the part of the reasons why they exist is so we can use those to reflect and remind ourselves, like, wait, are we on that path that we want to be? Are these things happening in the way that we envision and that we can recognize that we need to pay some more attention to that? I, I think it's hard. I don't think we can live our life every moment like it's our last necessarily. We're going to get caught up in everyday life things, but I think it's also important to kind of come back to that idea of, am I engaging in life the way that I really want to be versus just kind of getting stuck in the routine or what I'm supposed to do or what I need to do. Yeah, going, you don't want to be going through life mindlessly, or you want to do that as little as possible, mindfully to go through. Maybe we could create the uh, Tavanaugh awareness, or oh, wow. Tavanaugh day of awareness like that. So prescribed thing. I think that all those, I agree with you, Alex, I think that all those celebrations, the weddings, the funerals, those markers, those ceremonies, those rituals, they help us to locate ourselves in the present moment and have some of those. Hopefully they do. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you're not just drunk when you go to them. Definitely to be present and aware can be so important. I think so, we're coming to another break, uh, Saide, before we wrap up. Um, sure. Um, Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandra Di Hastim Emrose and in the 
تولد و جشن گرفتن و مسائل مختلف زندگی در طول عمرمون صحبت میکنیم و خواهش میکنم اگر تازه رادیواتون رو باز کردین و صدای ما رو به زبان انگلیسی میشنوین اگر کسانی هستن در منزل که فکر میکنین از برنامه ما استفاده میکنن ما روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه برنامه روانشناسی رو به زبان انگلیسی داریم و از شرکت توانا که یک شرکت غیر انتفاعی هست برای کمک به کسانی که نیاز به کمک های روانشناسی و فرهنگی دارن در خدمتون هستیم و برمیگردیم دنباله صحبت هامون رو ادامه میدیم With my colleagues and friends, Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandradi, and we are continuing our conversation about celebrations in, at different points in life, and uh, also, um, you know, just anything about celebration. So I agree with you, Alex. Uh, as you said, there are, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. The awareness part. Because throughout your life, every stage that you are is a jump to next level, you know, and not only physically we change as we are growing up, I think mentally we expand our, you know, awareness, our knowledge, and, um, and that doesn't happen overnight. It's just throughout certain points in life, maybe there's a hit and there's a milestone, but in general, It just is layer after layer. But I also see what um, Dan says, and that is, you know, there's a certain point in your life that you seriously, it just either comes to you or you just start thinking that, um, okay, I, uh, up to this point, it was for me. And it was just, what do I do, you know, for living and making my living, but there's a certain point in life that you kind of wonder, okay, so how much more of life is left? What do I want to do with the rest of my life? And, and I really want to do something that, um, you know, it's just um, not wasting my time per se. Yeah, I think it's tricky because we can always put some other goal or, you know, uh, kind of aspiration out there. with this idea that once I achieve this or once I have this, then I'll be happy, but also recognizing too, that that can be a part of the process of the journey in that way. Cause I see people do this. Oh, I'm going to, you know, get a, you know, go to college. I'm going to graduate. Then I'll be happy. Then I'm going to, you know, get a job. Then I'll be happy. Then I'm going to meet somebody. Then I'm going to be happy. Then we'll have kids. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll get a house. Then I'll be happy. And then I'll retire. Then I'll be happy. And then it's like, man, I wish I was 25 again. I would have been happy then. And so, yeah, it could be tough not to be yeah. present with the thought of happiness being something that we take with us every day versus a destination. Right. And then when you have kids, you just go, well, I hope nothing happens to me until they reach a certain age, they can take care of themselves. You know, I mean, every stage of life you experience, it's interesting that what are your wants, what are your wishes uh, for yourself or 
for people that are close to you. But in general, I think it's so difficult to give this experience of enjoy every second of life. It's so difficult to tell a young person, this is just so little to be worried about. Just live your life, it's gonna happen. And I know at every stage we have that, even now that we are sitting here talking about this, I'm sure there are moments that we are not, there are many moments that we are not aware of living the life fully, which means living at the moment. If you want to live fully, you have to live at the moment without worrying about future, without thinking about the mistakes or wishes that you didn't get to um, in your life. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, just let's see what opportunity brings uh, any moment for me and enjoy and celebrate. Funny, I was thinking there's this, I might've mentioned this before on the show. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. There's a Simpsons episode where Homer is, uh, he's reading this, this thing that says, live every moment like it's your last. And then he's, and then he show him sitting on the curb crying. He's like, it's my last moment. It's my last moment. And so it's one of those things where, you know, you don't want to take it to that, you know, dark kind of, oh my God, this, this, there's only so many of these left. There's, that's this, the truth to it as well. But then also that's the beauty in it. Like this is, this is right now be in this moment. And of course I, I kind of say, say jokingly, but I mean it and like, we have to plan for tomorrow and prepare for, you know, what we need to do. You know, even us right now, we're probably thinking, oh, okay, after this, I need to do this and this and that. And, and that's there. It's going to be there. But that doesn't mean it has to take away from the interaction, the experience that we're having too. And so it is, I think it's like this balancing act of living life and doing those things that we need to, while also saying, and I want to be engaged and I want to be present and I want to experience it as well. Right. Because if, if this is my last moment, I may, say i'm not going to work today i just yeah. want to drink tea yeah <laughs> or drink a half liter of jack daniels there you go yeah and, yeah and then i would might be living my as if it were my last moment but really screw up what's current mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly but um, also as you said alex there's also a saying um that um in uh, a religion i read that uh, someone who is uh, a big part of that religion says, live your life the way that day is your last, at the same time, that's your first. So combining the two is really important because I was thinking, for, for example, if it was, if it is my last day, I definitely want to see those that I wanna see. I, I definitely want to reach out to those that are important to me. I definitely want to have no grudges over anything. And I want to resolve situations with anybody I have. But also at the same time, I have to be happy and engaged in goals or things I want to do. And at the same time, so I was just thinking combination of two is great if you can do. Because on the one hand, you have to always remember, I may not really be here at the end of the day what do i want to do so definitely you want to just give love to people that are important to you definitely you don't want to live think to leave thinking there are people that you need to reach out to apologize to work it out with your relationship to talk about things that you always wanted to say something so i think it's important to keep that in mind while we are really thinking, this is great, I'm alive, I can still, you know, do what I want. I was thinking too, in regards to, uh, you know, celebrations and birthdays and, and culture too, in the Mexican culture, uh, they celebrate uh, when a woman, when a girl becomes 15 years old, uh, it's an event called the quinceanera. And I was trying to think if there's any other kind of uh, celebrations like that, that you guys are aware of in any other cultures. Um, it's one where I think it's always interesting too, um, where girls will have a quinceanera at 15, but boys don't have anything. And I'm not saying that boys should have something necessarily. It's just interesting in the culture that there's that, that separation. Uh, and so I always find that interesting because, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big event. It's almost like a wedding. It's like a huge event. People will spend a lot of money on it. Um, it's, it's a huge milestone, I think, for a lot of individuals, uh, because it's like, that's, 
oh, when she gets older, you know, her quinceañeras, or is she going to want it or not? Some of the family is upset if the the child doesn't want the quinceañera. It feels like unnecessary. Uh, they may get a large gift uh, instead. Okay, she doesn't want that, but, you know, she'll get money or she'll be able to go on a trip. Um, yeah, it's it's different for everybody in that way. There was a episode I was watching that I think in Jewish culture, they celebrate the girl's 16th birthday a big, big celebration. And that was actually exaggeration. And they were showing a family that uh, they were um, in, they lived in Beverly Hills and they had um, huge celebration. It was just uh, like celebrity celebration. And it was very interesting. I think in that culture, they do that too. But they also have something else for boys too. Yeah, they have a bar mitzvah for boys and bat mitzvah for girls. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's an, uh, I think it's an American tradition, it's more in the South, the debutante ball. Mm. And it's the coming of age type of it. Mm. This is one of Carl Jung's laments that, of modern culture, that we've lost these rituals by which people can pass from stage into the other. It marks it psychologically so that it assists us in becoming that new thing for us. Plus, it helps others know to treat us differently. Right. Once a girl has gone through the debutante ball or once they have the bat mitzvah or the guy has the bar mitzvah or the quinceanera, right, they're seen a little bit differently in people's minds, most likely. And they tend to see themselves because now I have passed that milestone and it's been celebrated publicly and made known. And that serves a real important psychological. Right. So celebration in general, I think they um, have they, they, they have a reason to it, too. So when you think about it. So now we are getting to the end of our program. As usual, we end with just one statement. So we start from um, Dr. Rockers. Live each day as if it were your middle day. That's a joke about first day in life. No, I got it. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> but it could be that middle moment. Let's say it's that middle moment of realizing, hey, what's going on is important. I would say that I am registered at the local uh, Target. I'm also <laughs> registered at Best Buy, Macy's, um, picking, hardware. Expensive <laughs> places, Alex. Or make sure your stuff that you put on Amazon wish list. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna email it to you guys after we we end here. Uh, yeah, Excellent. no, uh, <laughs> I'd say I think it's worth acknowledging. Uh, your birthday, if not for yourself, at least for the people who are in your life who who want to acknowledge you and celebrate you. And even if it's just one person, even if it's not family, if it's just a friend, somebody who is glad that they're able to be a part of your life and, and wanting to do that, even just being able to allow that, I think is so important. Well, I want to say, Alex, the first thing came to my mind when you talked about registry, knowing you, I thought it's going to be Best Buy. Or, or <laughs> we have been to Best Buy together, so that that makes sense. You did see, uh, yeah, how how I was shopping in there, so yeah. Because I know how tech uh, focused you are. <laughs> that was my first uh, thought. But uh, aside from that, I just want to say, you know, it would be nice if we look around people that we know closely and see who loves to be celebrated, and why don't we be the one who do that for them? You know. Like, for example, Alex, I may throw a party for your next birthday. Seriously, wouldn't that be great that I show friendship, I show how much I care about you, and then you have the choice to invite whoever you want. I just throw the party. I, you know, without uh, any hesitation, I would love to do that. And I really think in life, part of the awareness and part of the enjoyment is giving and that giving could be anything you know as little as throwing a party for a friend so i just want to uh, with that say goodbye to our listeners and we come back tomorrow to uh, converse about another um, topic
رادیو بامداد صدای ما و شما با زبانی آشنا